Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. Our mission is to set the world ablaze with the missions of leaders. Created by Warrior Leadership. Welcome to the Mission Driven Life Podcast. This is episode 219 of the Mission Driven Life. Glad you guys can be here. Glad you guys can all tune in because I've been coming at you and I want to give you this book. And I and you can actually grab it down in the show notes. I'll have my little Amazon link and you can buy that. Buy that book from yourself. I think they're about $15. And it's a great book, great book that you can tune into. It's called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And, you know, I want to talk to you about these, like a story. I want to tell you a cool story. And, you know, do you guys like stories? If you do like stories, please let me know in the comments if you like stories because I'm talking about the law of victory, which is a powerful law that people. And leaders must lead to find a way to victory. And that I'm going to be talking about vision. Maybe you guys know what vision and vision actually ties into mission. And in, in episode 217, I think the one that I did a, a couple days ago was actually about vision and mission. And vision plus action equals the mission. So that's actually what I talked about with Randy Marks the other day. He's the co-leader of, of the mission circle. And we actually talked about, you know, what it means to have mission and action or vision and action together to turn that into your mission. And today, this is one thing that we're going to be talking about because the law of victory is something that the leader must lead their team to. Whether whoever you are, whether you're a digital marketer, whether you are a contractor, whether you have a construction company, whether you lead your own university student club, or maybe you have a party that you're about to throw, you will have to lead your team to victory. And that victory looks like helping your people find the results they want, or maybe achieving the self-development and the potential they want, or maybe achieving sales, or whatever that vision is for you, maybe developing yourself. That vision means a lot. I want to talk to you about Winston Churchill. Maybe you know who this man is. They call him the British Bulldog. And he's a leader who has actually been a hero in World War I. And maybe if you guys, you obviously know Hitler, right? Hitler was actually a soldier who was also showed bravery. Uh, in, or he was, Hitler was actually a soldier in World War I. And so was Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill was actually a soldier back then too. Both of these people showed massive bravery, and especially Winston Churchill, because the Nazis were raging all across Europe in 1939. They invaded Poland. They invaded Belgium, Luxembourg, France. They invaded all these countries in the beginning of the war, and even France fell to them. But what was really great was Winston Churchill, during this time, became the prime minister of Britain. You know, Neville Chamberlain, he actually stepped down from a, being a prime minister. And Winston Churchill rise to the occasion. And what he actually did, Winston Churchill found a way and he spoke to the nation because he wanted them to achieve. And Britain did not appreciate all these Germans and Nazis invading their country and invading all these different countries that he decided to make this speech to inspire all his soldiers, all his people to fight against them. And I'm going to read that speech to you here. It's a very great speech. It's actually here on chapter 15. It feels like I'm reading the Bible. But this is what Winston Churchill actually said. 
No, we have we have before us an ordeal of the most grievous kind. We have before us many, many long months of struggle and suffering. You ask, what is our policy? I can say it is to wage war by sea, land, and air, with all our might and with all the strength that God can give us to wage war against the monstrous tyranny. Never surpassed in the dark, lamentable catalog of human crime, that is our policy. You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory, however long and hard the road may be, for without victory, there is no survival. So that's a powerful speech. And look, Winston Churchill has been known as a guy who can really inspire his people. He is known as a guy who can who has inspired so many people by his words, by his speaking, and he is known to have great speeches. He actually would travel to all these different soldiers when they were training in England and France. Or actually not France, but all these different military bases, Winston Churchill will drive around and just start giving speeches to inspire. And that's what a leader does because he knows that he wanted to lead his team to victory, right? You know, this is what a couple things that Winston Churchill's actions have showed. And like I've, I've talked to you earlier, actions is the number one thing as a leader. So, you know, Churchill did this during World War II, especially when, you know, it was a dark time. You know, it was a dark time in Europe. There was soldiers dying. There was the Nazis were invading and they were actually Britain was actually about to get invaded by the German by the Germans. Churchill, he inspired his nation after being sworn in as prime minister. And what he did was he allied with the Soviet Union. He partnered up with the Soviet Union to fight them. And they sent them supplies when England was about to like run out run out of their own supplies. But he believed in the vision. You know, I made a Facebook post earlier today. You know, I love history. I love leaders in history because I know we can learn so much from history. That Abraham Lincoln, maybe you know who that man is. He's an old guy and he has a beard. But he was one of the great presidents of the States. He actually was known to partner up with his enemies. He would partner up with enemies because he knew some of his enemies had great strengths as leadership. They had great skills. He partnered up with them even though he they didn't like him or they wanted him dead. But he still let recruited it's them twelve o'clock. Recruited them into their presidential committee to because he he believed in the mission more than he believed in his own comfort. He believed in the vision. He believed in uniting the country more than he wanted to feel liked and loved by people. That's what Churchill did. And, you know, history can repeat itself. And from learning from greats like this, it just means that sometimes we need to bite our egos, right? To achieve that victory. Sometimes we got to let go of whatever the hell we're doing and achieve that. And sometimes I do too. You know, you know, if you're like, just to relate to you, like sometimes I need to bite my own ego, especially when I make, when I, when I do something bad and I, and I hurt someone's feelings or I hurt a relationship, sometimes I need to hurt. I, it's hard for me to apologize to people. You know, to apologize to someone that I said something wrong to, to, or to a friend, or someone that I said something really mean to, or, or a lady in my life that I said something very rude. And sometimes I don't want to apologize, right? But I know that there is something bigger than myself, and it's just the mission to help people, to help the leaders of the world. And I can't do this if I have an ego and I'm letting it get in the way of me having a relationship with someone. Like the other day, I, I, I. 
during New Year's Eve, I I found a friend, a person actually I used to work for. He was like a he was a, he's actually the general sales manager of a dealership that I used to work at a long time ago. And you know, before I left this dealership, maybe you don't know this about me. I actually I caused all this ruckus at the dealership because there was like I didn't agree with some things. I didn't like some of the things and I like caused a big scene all over social media about the dealership and it kind of really screwed things up for them. And I it caused all this conflict. It caused all this conflict with the dealership and all these people didn't they like threatened me and didn't like me. And I impacted them. I impacted the business in a in a hard way. Now I seen him. I seen the man. I'm not going to say his name. And I was really kind of nervous to say to say him. I was trying to ignore them the whole night during New Year's Eve. But what I did was like at the end of the night, you know, it was like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. I was leaving the club. I was leaving it. And I seen him. And a part of me knew that it was the right thing to do to just apologize and, and to take responsibility because I acted out and I did some things that impacted him and his business. So I, I made an apology, right? I actually went up to him like, hey, man, I'm really sorry for this. And I shook his hand. It was hard for me to do. But I do know that maybe in the future we could collaborate together with him. And maybe I could help his team. Or maybe we could do something together to help other leaders. But I that's when I remembered that that's where the mission comes in. And how I need to, how if I want to achieve victory, I'm going to have to bite my own ego and bite my own pain and, and bite my own wants and that's totally okay but are you guys willing to do the same thing you know are you willing to bite your ego are you willing to step back and maybe shake hands with your enemies are you willing to be that person who could lead your team to victory and not i'll be about it all about you so the last thing i want to share is like I want to share with you three components of a leadership victory because in the book it's in the chapter 15 john maxwell talks about the three components of what a victory means and what a leadership victory looks like and i want to give you three but i want to give you two extra ones that i believe and i want to add on top of this and it looks like this um you, the first one is the unity of vision right the leaders a leader needs to have that unity of vision. That whole team, your whole organization needs to have a unity of vision. Because if one person has an agenda and another person has an agenda and all these people have their own agendas and their own wants and goals, but and you're not on the same page, that can really screw things up for you. That can really get things in the way because you guys are on your own visions. You're on the same team, but you have a different vision. But what if we had the same agenda? You know, what if you had a team that was on the same page, on the same mission, the same vision? And that's what I'm actually doing with my own company, with some of the people that we have on our team. It's to try to unite everyone. And it's kind of hard because we have all these people in different countries in the world, in India, Philippines, and Moldova. It was It's kind of just crazy to really organize that and, and get everyone under one umbrella. But I know if I want to lead the team to victory and I want to help people in the mission, I need to unite and do this as hard as it is. It's my job to do that, right? So you you gotta have this gotta have the same vision. The second part is look to having a diversity of skills. You know that's what John Maxwell talks about. If let's say you had a team, and you guys let's say I don't know let's say randomly you guys all have like French fry business, 
Let's say you had a French fry business and everyone cooked burgers. <laughs> you know, you have, a, you have a business that sells French fries, but everyone cooks burgers and everyone makes milkshakes and, all, and no one is good at cooking French fries. <laughs> you know, all these people have different skills. People are cooking burgers. People are cooking milkshakes, but people aren't cooking French fries. They're not cooking French fries just like McDonald's is. What if you had people on your team that had different strengths? And, I t and you know, John talks about that. At, uh, he talks about Michael Jordan. He actually talks about how Michael Jordan, he was really excelled. But he also talked about Michael Jordan as a leader and how he inspired his people. You know, because, you know, in basketball, not everyone has the same skill as a shooter, as a point guard, or as a someone who's on defense. Everyone on a team needs to have their own strength and skill, right? Everyone on the team needs to have their own strength as long as it's going towards the same vision. Now, the third part is a leader needs to dedicate to victory. Can you take a picture of me? <laughs> or a comment? Both, please. <laughs> and um, the third thing is a leader... A leader is dedicated to victory. A leader needs to raise their team to potential. So what this means, I'm actually looking at my notes here, is that whether you're a manager, a team leader, a project manager, whatever it is, are you dedicated to raising your people to potential? And I know I'm using kind of big words on you, whether you understand it or not, but can you raise your people to potential? Can you bring your people to the next level by elevating them? raising their skills, developing their skills. You know, without this, if you're not building the team, this your skills teams, your team of your your skills of the team, your vision doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. You don't even have different skills to have. But what if you really had this commitment to the vision, which is the fourth thing that I want to give to you. You got to commit to the vision. You know, as a leader, you got to commit to that point where like you step up you're showing up and you as a leader are showing up all the time, fully believing in the vision, like really committed to the vision by and showing it in your actions. Because by you as a leader, if you're leading by example and showing that for showing your <laughs> showing the vision and showing how committed you are to the vision, other people will see that. You know, other <laughs> Thanks for that. My homie is my homie's helping me out here. My good friend. We're in, his, we're in his office right now. This is his office. This is his laptop. So check out Near Your Ventures. Good man. And, you know, commit to the vision. Because people will follow the person who's committed. You know, people will not follow you if you're not committed and you don't care. If you're half-assing it. They won't want to follow you. People want to people go towards the person that's committed, who's focused. And the last thing, promote the vision. So this is kind of a marketing thing, a sales thing. I know so, so many people in my life, like good friends, business owners in this, my city, who are always promoting, who are always promoting the vision, always talking about their event, always talking about their party, always talking about their product, always talking about the benefits of it, always talking about the people that help, always talking about the brand. They're always talking about it. And everything in the conversation goes back to that product or goes back to the vision. And these guys are so skilled. I'm learning so much because I want to start using that myself. I want to start getting annoying with people and talk about my stuff all the time. <laughs> but I know these people are successful business owners because they talk about it often. They share it often. 
they believe in it often. They're always teaching about it and they're always educating people about the vision. They're always promoting the vision, right? They're always sharing that vision. So that's something I wanted to share with you. I wanted to give you those things. We talked about Winston Churchill, how he invaded or how he kept strong with Britain and how he inspired people at all times. We talked about how he he dropped his ego so he can stand up for his country. So he partnered up with, you know, the like the Soviet Union. And I, I, wrote, I read a little speech to you. And then I talked to you about the three components of a victory and what it means to be to have victory, such as having a united company or such as such as having a vision that's united. Everyone believes in the vision. Second is having skills that everyone complements each other. Everyone is skilled in their own way and they actually work together for the vision. Now, the last one is a team. A leader is dedicated to victory because he develops their people, you know, investing time in their people, training their people, believing in their people, mentoring their people, right? My friend was actually talking about how he was just working for a company before and they really value mentorship, right? You know, some of these network marketing companies, I'm not really involved in too much of network marketing, but I do know it was one thing is mentorship. They always really mentor each other and they're always teaching each other and seeing how they could equip each other. What if you start building that culture for your own company, right? And last, last two, I added two on top of this. John Maxwell doesn't talk about this, but commitment to the vision, always all in on the vision, you know, and also promoting the vision, talking about it, sharing it, seeing it, selling the vision. And you know who a good person that is? Steve Jobs actually sold the vision often. Whenever he would release the product, he would start building that creativity. He's one of the best marketers out here, Steve Jobs, and he created a brand that people would see. And he could only do that by promoting the vision. If you guys don't believe me, check out some of uh, Steve Jobs' YouTube videos when he would release the iPhone, the iPhone 1, 2, 3, when he released the first Mac, when he first released the iPod. Whenever he'd release, he'd start building that picture. And he would not just talk about the product, but he would actually talk about the why behind the product and the vision behind that, right? So he was a great person to do that. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's Saturday night or it's Friday night now. And I, I want to kind of just relax. This is the last action that I'm taking today. And then we're just going to hang out and chill out here. But please tune in. Thank you for tuning in today. If you like this podcast, please drop a review. Leave a review on Apple or whatever it is because it's going to help a lot. More people will listen, more people will tune in, and it's going to really benefit more people, especially the young, the youth. So I want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Mission Driven Life Podcast, episode 207 or 19. Hope you guys have a great day. Be great. Be strong. Be a warrior. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. The mission of warrior leadership is to create a world of strength by building leaders, giving love, and taking action. Follow the warrior movement at truewarrior.ca. Have a great day. Stay strong.